happy Tuesday. I am excited to introduce the second episode of the Tampa Counseling and Wellness Series, as this week we will sit down with Dr. Ashton Peltz. She is passionate about working with teens and adults who struggle with depression, anxiety, relationship issues, life transitions, self-esteem, and trauma. By taking a compassionate and warm approach, Peltz has helped her clients heal from the past and make meaningful change in the present. Her priority is to create a safe environment where her clients feel free to welcome themselves. Within this space, she works to build authentic, honest relationships with her clients. Through building a trusting relationship, her hope is to help make you feel comfortable to explore your emotions and unpack painful experiences in a judgment-free zone. And I love that, Ashton. She received her doctoral degree in clinical psychology from Nova Southeastern University, and is currently a postdoctoral resident. Additionally, she is trained in ART, which is Accelerated Resolution Therapy. We'll be discussing that later on in the Spotlight Story, so stick around, while also specializing in psychoeducational and psychological evaluations for children and adults. Welcome back to A Mental Health Break, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Vincent A. Lancey, and I'm the author of Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health and Mental Health Week. You can check both those books out on Amazon after the show ends. At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. Reaching out for support and asking for a little extra help can be overwhelming, but everyone deserves a safe space to heal. We're so honored to be that space for Florida residents. If you want to learn more about our services or you'd like to set up a free consultation with one of our clinicians, you can call or text us at 813-520-2807. We're looking forward to growing with you. Ashton, I think it's time to start it off. What does mental health mean to you? Hey, Vincent. I'm so excited to be here talking with you today. I think to me, mental health encompasses a lot of things, but the core things that really come to mind is that mental health means taking care of yourself, leaning into the most authentic version of yourself, and really just allowing yourself to be human. I think so often in our society, we're sent this message that we have to be happy all the time. And it's honestly just unrealistic. When we try to be happy all the time, we're stuffing down all these uncomfortable emotions. And those emotions are a part of being human. We all feel them. We all feel anxious at times and angry and sad. So in a way, we're just hiding this huge part of who we are, which can cause us so much extra suffering. So I think mental health really means acceptance of all your emotions while also having the resources to be able to cope with those feelings and allowing yourself the space to feel your feelings from a place of compassion. And then, you know, by making room for those feelings, I think that opens up so much more space for us to be able to take care of ourselves and to do the things that bring us joy and to connect with others. So I guess overall, it's also about maybe finding balance in life. You said a lot of great things there, the balance, and that it's okay to have these emotions and feelings. It is normal. The ups and downs, unfortunately, are a part of life, the good and the bad. I really appreciate you starting us off. Now I'd love to ask you to introduce yourself to everyone listening on before we dive right back into mental health talk. Of course. So, I mean, as you already mentioned earlier, I'm a therapist here at Tampa Counseling and Wellness, and I'm extremely passionate about helping teens and young adults navigate life transitions. 
I think many people in this age group are often dealing with things like anxiety and depression, um, self-esteem struggles, relationship challenges. And so frequently, this is kind of just exacerbated by the fact that they're just trying to figure out who they are and what's important to them and how to navigate life on their own. Um, I remember myself being in my early 20s trying to figure out who I was, how to be in a healthy relationship, how to cope with stressors in life. And I just genuinely love being able to relate to my clients and help them understand themselves and empower themselves to make these meaningful changes in their lives. And you're doing a great job at that. And she came over to TCW, as she said, big shout out to Carlos for all the great work he is doing out here. Let's now dive right into it, Ashton. The more commonly are spoken about types of mental, mental health disparities, mood disorders, anxiety disorders. Which areas do you come across to your patients the most? I would definitely say anxiety and depression, I think is something I see the most. Um, you know, like I said earlier, most of my clients are in that certain like early adulthood age group. And I think one of the reasons it is so prevalent is just because of those significant life changes, whether or not they're like moving away from home for the first time, going to college, starting their career, friendships are changing, there's new relationships. So I would say that's pretty much the most common um, types of presenting problems that I tend to see. And then also this like this pervasive sense of perfectionism. I think that is a really common cycle that comes up. And it's just so often coming from these people, like from people feeling like we're not enough. And I think it's a cycle that so many of us can relate to becoming stuck in and it can really take a toll on our mental health. when we feel that way, we're basically striving for something that's not really attainable because the human condition is imperfect. So I work with a lot of people to help them break that cycle and understand where these beliefs come from and helping them basically recognize that they're good enough just as they are. And once we can really come to that place, it can help alleviate so much of that depression and anxiety that so many of us experience. Absolutely. For everyone listening on here, Ashton, could you give a little advice to them? Say they were someone new coming to you at the beginning of that stage, thinking they're not enough. What is something you could help them get in the right direction with here today? I think one of the first things that comes to mind is really just beginning to strengthen that self-compassion muscle in our brain, which is so hard to do. It's so much easier to be kind to everyone else. It's so much harder to be kind to ourselves. Um, but I think really trying to practice having that compassion for ourselves. I love that. Everyone out there, you are not alone. Never forget that. Let's learn a little more about Ashton now in the beginning of her mental health advocacy. She is now a professional here at TCW. What led you to taking this route in life? really good question. You know, I've actually been reflecting on my own journey a lot recently. I, so I first decided that I wanted to work in mental health when I was in college studying psychology. And I initially wanted to work with children because I saw how important early intervention was. So like how helpful it was if a child early on learned about how to regulate their emotions and how to communicate effectively is it set them up for success in the future and decrease the possibility of them having mental health struggles later on. But then when I was in grad school, um, although I'm still passionate about that, I kind of experienced this shift where I found myself being really drawn towards helping young adults heal from past painful experiences while, you know, also guiding them towards growing into their most authentic versions of themselves. And then most recently, since I've been here at TCW, I've realized that I'm really enjoying working with young adults who are coming to therapy for the first time ever. I've really really loved helping them like understand their story and watching them like before my eyes 
gain this like, compassion and love for themselves. Um, yeah, it's been, it's a really beautiful thing. So I guess that's the current space I'm in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just thinking about everything I just said, I think one of the really cool things about this field is while we're helping other people grow, like we're also constantly growing and developing both ourselves, like both personally and professionally. So it's kind of where I am now. And I'm just excited to see what happens next. I can't wait to see all you accomplish here at Tampa Counseling and Wellness. Are there any things you're going to do to continue to raise awareness for mental health in the future or what is next for you? Well, I'm not really sure exactly what is next um, per se, but in terms of helping with like mental health advocacy and things like that in the future, I think doing more things like this. So more things such as like a podcast where we get to raise awareness on mental health and help reduce that stigma. I also recently created an Instagram account. Um, so by starting to post on there, I think that could also help like destigmatizing something that we all go through. And honestly, just having more conversations with people, both in my personal and professional life about, you know, the difficult things in life that we all go through, having those vulnerable conversations, making those deep connections. I think just normalizing the struggles and hard times in life um, also could really help raise that awareness and decrease the stigma. And decreasing stigma is all we can do collectively. It takes a village. We've all heard that more podcasts like this. That's what she's going to do to keep raising awareness of the importance of mental health. But before we dive into this week's spotlight story on ART therapy, something I'm excited to learn a lot more about. Ashton, what are some things you do to improve your mental health, whether short or long-term basis? What is some advice you can offer to our incredible audience? Hmm. I think some things that help improve my mental health and can help people in general is really self-care and self-compassion. I, so often in our life, I think those are the two things that tend to go on the back burner or when things are really, really busy or becoming really overwhelmed with just day-to-day life. It's so easy to kind of put those things to the wayside, but in order to be able to take care of ourselves or to take care of others, to perform at work, to succeed in the things that matter to us, like we have to be able to take care of ourselves. You know, self-care is not selfish. Um, so I guess the combination of those two things, really just practicing pausing, taking a moment to take a deep breath and to check in with yourself and listen to what our body is telling us. Like maybe we need time to rest and that's okay. Or maybe we need to just allow ourselves space to feel or create time to connect with people. So it's about really being kind to yourself and listening to your own needs and making sure those needs get met. And just taking time to reflect, pause, like you said, these are things that we need to remember, even as busy as we get, we have to remember that we have to take care of ourselves in order to take care of others. We're not our own best friend. We can't possibly be a best friend to anyone else. Incredible answer. And now let's keep it rolling. We are going to head into the spotlight story. As I mentioned, instead of going over the journey of another's mental health, we are going to learn so much from our great guest on ART Therapy. And I'm pulling up an article today from the ART Therapy International website. What is ART? We'll start right off with it from the website here. It is an evidence-based novel psychotherapy that fosters rapid recovery by reprogramming how the brain stores traumatic memories and imagery. ART has roots in and includes elements of existing evidence-based modalities. The treatment program incorporates memory visualization techniques that are enhanced by the use of horizontal eye movements, 
as well as memory reconsolidation, a way in which new information is incorporated into existing memories. As someone who has had trauma in their past, I'm looking forward to learning more. It's been proven in PTSD, depression, grief, phobias, anxiety, and addiction. I have to ask Ashton, do you come across all of these areas in treating this with ART or which areas do you come across the most here? In my experience with ART, the things that I've come across the most have really been anxiety and trauma specifically. Um, However, like you said on the website, it is, um, there is research supporting that it is helpful for all of those um, different difficulties. And I think here I have to bridge off this now. Anxiety is very prevalent now, especially with COVID. We're seeing a lot of GAD, a lot of anxiety disorders. What is something you could offer to our audience here? Maybe if they're on the fence of trying to find something new, a new way to improve their mental health, they struggle with anxiety. They've heard your incredible episode here. They want to try ART. What can we do? So in terms of kind of what ART could look like if they were struggling with anxiety of some kind. Um, So ART is a really cool kind of therapy where let's say, let's say you're in talk therapy and you just been really feeling stuck and you're kind of in this constant state of distress, like, you know, alarm bells are kind of going off. Um, You're kind of on high alert, like that really, really anxious state. ART can be really helpful in helping get rid of that feeling. So ART, like you said on the article, it uses eye movements, which basically sends these like relaxation signals to the brain. And then also uses something called voluntary image replacement, which basically takes the distressing memories that are stored in the brain and helps store them in a new place and leads to decreasing that strong emotional or physiological response that we're having. So I've seen it be really helpful um, for people who are having panic attacks or having trauma response. And we're at the beginning of a session, they can't even maybe talk about the situation that they're anxious about or the distressing memory without being completely consumed by emotions, where by the end of the session, they're able to actually feel pleasant emotions. And they still have the knowledge about whatever the stressor was because we can't, we can't take away facts. Um, But what's decreased is that distressing response. So it's not as impactful in someone's life anymore. Um, So I think it's a really, really cool kind of therapy. Um, it's been, it's pretty, been pretty incredible to be able to be a part of this and help people through things like this. And you are helping so many. Thank you for bridging off that analysis of the website, introducing us to ART therapy, sharing your story and so much more. I've had a great time meeting you today and it's been great to learn all about the value you bring to Carlos and this team here at Tampa Counseling and Wellness. Where can everybody find you, book an appointment with you or say hello? Yeah, absolutely. So. You can find me, like I said, I just started my Instagram page. It's Dr. Ashton Peltz. Um, in terms of, you know, booking an appointment, you can find me in my bio on Tampa Counseling and Wellness's website. I'm also on Psychology Today. Um, yeah, and just thank you for having me today. I've really enjoyed this. It's been really fun. Me too. We'll have to do it again soon. There may be a preview episode with Dallas and Miss Ashton here talking about ART, EMDR, talking about the differences pros and cons. I think there'd be a lot of value there. Everyone, I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media. I've been trying to condense it all to that page, but we do have a mental health break as well. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel. I've been trying to grow that and push out a lot of great content. That is Vincent A. Lancey. 
And with that, I want to thank everyone once again for joining the show. We will see you next Tuesday for a mental health break. Ashton, talk soon. Thank you so much.